Welcome to the Royal Ramble Podcast. That's Casey. That's Glenn. And we're doing WrestleMania 13 today. It's episode 13, so that makes a lot of sense. That does make sense. If you don't count the little mini episodes that we've done. <laughs> they don't count. They're like advertisements. So they're like ad breaks, uh, if you will. Intermission. Intermission. All right, cool. Well. We are here for WrestleMania 13, as you stated. We're back at the Rosemont Horizon in Illinois. Now, this was the scene of... Uh, <laughs> WrestleMania 2. Yeah, one of one of the three locations that WrestleMania 2 took place in. The so, Chicago portion. That's correct. It's nice to be back. We've got a... <laughs> Yeah, we've got a here uh, in the backyard. Or nice to be back in <laughs> Chicago. Well, oh, I'm taking myself there mentally. Oh, all right, yeah, all right, all right. So we, we, I'm one of the eighteen thousand hundred ninety-seven people. Or that's what I have. Plus two, if you can't ask. Well, that's mentally. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, no, we're back, uh, back again, and not, uh, not a musical opening yet again. Uh, no, an- another year of uh, straight into the action. No, no um, celebrities. Just I guess the wrestlers of the stars. Is yeah. that what we're doing? I think so. Yeah, it is. A, it is a uh, fairly devoid of celebrity mm. event, isn't it? Yep. Uh, we do have Vince and the King back again, uh, and Jr. this year as well. Oh, and you know what? Well required. Yeah, I think that Vince and the King were waning a little bit, weren't they? Definitely, and it's it's definitely uh, up to King's game. He's actually on fire this one. He's got so many good lines. He's he's in fantastic form. That's it. It's not it's not goofy Uncle King. It's no, not no. Uncle. It's not Uncle Jerry, is it? it it's um no. Yeah. It's it's not quite also Bobby the Brain Heenan level, but he's he's. Quite Quite witty and, and hilarious. So I'm, Is that a team of monkeys right now? Yeah. A few things. Yeah, but it's. I mean, look, quite a lot's happened since last year, hasn't it? Yes, we're in a we're in a bit of a different place. We've got um, we've got some returning legends. We've got Sid. He's back. I know. Well, where was he at twelve? Because he was at eleven. I guess he was just having a break. <laughs> okay, no worries. Uh, Legion of Doom are back. Yes, for the first time in a little they while. Uh, the Nation of Domination is now a thing. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. No, yes. I'm a Nation fan. Really? Uh, we've got The Rock, of course, making his WrestleMania debut. We do, uh, and a few other debuts, including the Headbangers. Uh, Ken Shamrock makes an appearance. Yes, uh, JBL. Uh, of course, he's Bradshaw at this point. Blackjack. Blackjack Bradshaw. Bradshaw. Uh, Mankind makes his first appearance. Right. Uh, Farouk. And, of course, China. So it's it's there's a lot of uh, big names that make their WrestleMania debut, debut at uh, WrestleMania 13. You know what? Yeah, I've, I've never thought of it that way. So mm. There you go. You're mentally taking it. <laughs> well, I think this is... We're not quite fully Attitude Era, but no. this is definitely the beginning. We're thinking about it. Oh, mate, we are, we are almost there. <laughs> now, to kick things off, mm-hmm. we have a four-team elimination match. We have the Godwins. We have Doug Furness and Philip LaFond yes. setting the world on fire. We have- oh, sorry, I forgot to mention them in the WrestleMania debut section. Right, that's true. But that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. And we have the, uh, the new Blackjacks. Now, <laughs> can I just say... Firstly, it's Barry Wyndham. That's, mm-hmm. uh, he's Black Jack Mulligan. Yes. Is no, or is he Black Jack Wyndham? But he's the son of Black Jack Mulligan. Yes. And Barry Wyndham actually kind of looks good with the mo because yeah. it's Barry Wyndham it's from good. WrestleMania One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you've got Black Jack Bradshaw that looks like he bought a two dollar moustache from somewhere. It looks like a stick on one. The best uh, uh, <laughs> I've read somewhere on the internet, someone yeah. described him as a villain from a salsa commercial. Yeah, right. And I think that's pretty much the ultimate description. I know. I think a headbanger punched prop, it off. Props to uh, props. To well, he, props to his moustache. <laughs> he's obviously at the prop store. But of course, I forgot the fourth team. That's the headbangers. The headbangers, of course. 
that are uh, supposed to be heels, and they're getting quite the pop. Yeah. Well, they're, they're probably the most entertaining thing about this match, to be honest. Well, this match just... Matches like this, bookings like this, just, just make me scratch my head, because the tag team... Uh, it's one of those ones where there's two people in the ring at any time, and they can tag anyone. So yeah? stupid. It is. It's ridiculously oh, stupid. And it's highlighted by a point where... Uh, both of the headbangers find themselves as the two tag in people. Why doesn't one lie down? The other one pin him. We won. But they also lost. Oh, my God. <laughs> That'd probably just open up a black hole in the universe. But for, why do they fight each other? Like, why wouldn't you just tag someone else? Instead I think the bush, like, bushwhackers would do that. Yeah, yeah, but they're stupid, I guess. Oh, <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. All right. Demolition uh, in one of the very early Royal Rumbles. Mm-hmm. Um, Axe and Smash was number one and two. And they went at it. Went, ah, it's the Rumble! You know, and they smashed and... Yeah, but it's the Rumble. It's different when you're in a tag match together. Well, this know. is... I don't know. It's just a stupid match. It is stupid. It's just like, what even happens? Uh, the Blackjacks... The, well, they do, they like... JBL shoves a ref because he's getting pissed off or whatever. Yeah, and gets yeah. DQ'd. Yeah, it's really unfortunate, And before actually. before you know what happens, <laughs> yeah. um, Lafon and Furnace are out of there as well. And you're like, what happened to them? <laughs> They're just like... Ugh. <laughs> and I kind of liked the idea of, all right, we're bringing back the Blackjacks, we're getting desperate, we're going to recreate a tag, you know. But I thought, like, you know, if these guys are going to play rough and tough and smash people around, like, maybe I can get into this. But no, they're nah. out there two minutes. Yeah. And yeah. they're out because it's, a, what, an elimination match as well. So we just, uh, I don't know, it's a popcorn fart. I do like um, a bit of the commentary in this, though, because you've got the, the headbangers, so it's Mosh and Thrash, and yeah. they're... Uh, I guess they're dressed... Mosh and what? who? Thrash. Oh, Thrash. I thought you said Thrash. thrash. <laughs> uh, Mosh and Thrash. And yeah. I guess they're dressed how Vince McMahon imagines heavy metal fans to dress. <laughs> yeah. They're um, wearing kilts and or skirts and like, yeah. fishnet stockings but if, Like you said, Vince McMahon's vision, of course. And of course, yeah. he knows nothing about uh, rock music. As King says, your favourite rock group is Mount Rushmore. <laughs> It's so shit. <laughs> it's so bad. But they're like one of, it's I a think- hard line to deliver too, because <laughs> if you ever go to say, because every now and again the occasion will pop up where you can use that line, but I tell you what, if you can deliver it correctly, kudos to you. It's a, it's just one of those lines. But my anyway, my favourite line though is from Vince, when because um, I think Marshall Thrash, one of them is wearing a white zombie t-shirt, mm. and, um, mm. and mm. Vince is just, just to hear Vince reference white zombie and be like, uh, did they ever play with Tony Bennett? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Oh, all right, fine. Well, look, at least the commentary team know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, it, it, look, the match is what it is, but to open up WrestleMania... Well, look, I get the idea. A high-energy mixed tag, mm. you know, multi-tag match. It yep. should be the way to go, but it's just booked like a disaster, really, isn't it? It is. It's messy. It's really yeah. messy. I think it, they miss spots and they're jumping all over the place. I do... I am uh, cup impressed by a couple of the... Uh, Headbangers moves. They yeah. do some cool high flying stuff. There's a good uh, springboard splash, mm. and they, they end up winning it, don't they? They uh, they yeah. they win with a jump sit thing off top rope. Well, it's like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a whoopee cushion. Isn't it? Yeah, that's what Doink used to call the whoopee cushion. Right. Well, that makes sense. Being the uh, wrestling entrepreneur that <laughs> Doink the clown was, but there you go. Mm. Uh, now the next match. Well, before before the match starts, yeah. we get a uh, honky 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 tonk man's back. 
He is back. He's out. He's out. Enjoying the crowd adulation. Sings and dances for a bit. Captain Lou's pissed in the crowd. Yeah, too. yeah, he's wasted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a lot. It's great. And so Honky jumps on commentary for this because being one of the most legendary intercontinental champions of all time, yep. uh, he, they thought they'd get his input. On, Better to be lucky than good. Yeah, on the IC title match, which yep. is, of course, Rocky Maivia. Die, Rocky, die. Yeah, yeah. with uh, with his... Is is the champ uh, for taking on the Sultan, who mm-hmm. is of course Rikishi, who is. is of course Fatu. Yes. So it's not his WrestleMania debut; it's no. the debut of the Sultan. That's it. But exactly. he doesn't he doesn't last too long. But he comes out with Bob Backlund and the Iron Sheik. It's great Which- to see Sheiky baby. baby. <laughs> baby. It is. It is actually, and it's really interesting because Bob Backlund and the Iron Sheik, of course, um, the Iron Sheik defeated Bob Backlund to take the title off him. Yes. So yes, I, that's correct. Why are they before, together? Before Hulk. Why are they? Yeah. I, I don't understand. I think that the concept of it was is Bob that was back a long time ago. That's it. Bygones. And also, too, he had the towel thrown in on him, so he didn't yep. quit. But I think the idea of this whole thing was is Backlund saw the Sultan, but um, needed. It's the translator gig again, but the other yep. way around. So we get the we get Sheiky Baby, as he's affectionately called. Do you want me to tell you a really really quick Sheik story? Go for it. All right. Sheik's sitting at a bar, and he goes to the toilet, and he comes back, and this, uh, well, I don't know exactly the term he used, but we'll just say, and she was a Shazza, and she's sitting at the bar, and he walks up and goes, this is Sheik's seat, and she just pretty much, in no words, tells him to, you know, hit the highway, I think she's talking, fuck off, but... (laughs) He was very offended, so he pulls her out of the chair and clotheslines her, like does the short clothesline like Jake the Snake. And to his defense, turns around and goes, what a cut. <laughs> and you can apparently buy a t-shirt saying that with the what on it. Nice. Yeah, great. Oh, chic. What a legend. <laughs> Maybe not in that part. <laughs> but I've, yeah, I've heard some very, very interesting chic stories over the years. Well, he nearly knocks out the roof with his flag. Uh, yeah, well, he likes a good flag yeah. wave, doesn't he? <laughs> Actually, Sheik at the end of this match cops a slam. Yeah. Well, here's the most ex- exciting thing about this match, because, mm. look, The Rock is boring as shit. Oh, that's the way he's booked. It's, uh, it's, he's so boring that he had a speech at the Slammies the night before, Yeah, you know, about his dad mm. and his lineage. It was so boring, according to the king, that uh, Christopher Reeve got up and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> But you wouldn't hear a joke like that on the wrestling these days. Uh, you should. <laughs> but um, yeah, good one, King. Full of them, isn't he? Oh nice. man, zing is galore. Yeah, but this match itself it um, doesn't set the world on fire. I know, no. One thing that is interesting, past Captain Lou doing the Mario in the crowd, is Honky after singing, of course. And Jerry's like, "Oh, hey, it's Honky," <laughs> but he's just yelling, yeah, and screaming the whole match. And the reason for it is, mm. is uh, Honky was doing raw shows for a couple of weeks earlier, yeah. and he, he kept getting his mic turned off. And uh, he was like, well, heck, what? And they're just like, no, no, you've said your bit, that's it. So he just screamed nonstop so they couldn't turn his mic off, because they couldn't... Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, makes sense. But yeah, well, it doesn't really add a lot to this match. It's still, <laughs> still pretty boring. Stay on him! He gets attacked. Um, he does get by attacked. By the Sheik. Yep. Uh, and out comes his dad to make the save. But where is... Hang on, but there's someone else out there. Oh, fuck, I've lost my notes. Uh, Rocky comes to save the day. Uh, Tony Atlas. Ah, yes, of course. Tony... Uh, sorry. 
Tony Atlas is sitting in the crowd, and yep. you're thinking maybe he'll jump in to yeah. save him, but no, he doesn't do anything, yeah. really. Well, he's clearly not getting paid. <laughs> no, clearly. But yeah, this match is what it is. But look, that's your IC, that's your IC match, yeah. guys. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the Intercontinental title has been a highlight of several WrestleManias, but not here. No. No. However... Uh, well, we get a bit of an interview. Todd Pentengill's back, and he's yeah. having a chat to Ken Shamrock, who's coming across. Uh, this is sort of Shamrock's sort of a multi martial mixed martial arts. Oh, absolutely! Uh, he's the real deal. Yeah, yeah. At this point, and he's yeah. This is prior to him wrestling, but they're bringing him to add a, add a little bit of cred to their. I think um, it added a lot of cred. Yeah, definitely. And he's just talking about how he's going to take everyone out and mm. the different moves that he'd use and submission holds in his own very dull monotone way. Pretty much just reminds us he will not be intimidated. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, look, I think that was a nice touch. And let's face it, it's the only celebrity of the night. Yeah, really. Uh, and then we get uh, Doc Hendricks, which is... Um, and Michael A's. Yeah, Michael A's uh, having a chat with Triple H, who's hanging out with China now. So mm. this is China's first moment. It is. Uh, and she, of course, accompanies Triple H to the ring for his match against Goldust, yeah. who's accompanied by Marlena. This is a good match. Yeah, it is. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. Loved it. That's um, what I've got from Danny. Loved it. Triple H comes out to the the song of joy music. Yeah, so he's changed his tunes at tune again. He he goes through quite a few things before he settles on the Motorhead stuff. Yeah, it? <laughs> well, it's a far cry away from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but no, it suits it suits his character, and, and it's he um, still sneaks the bow in. I know. Yeah, or the curtsy. Yes, and mm. then we get a we get another good king line, and that China was such an ugly baby that she was breastfed by her father. <laughs> no. <laughs> And doesn't he make a gorillas in the mist joke yeah, as well? Hair in the shower or <laughs> yeah. something like that. I was like, oh boy. But she is an impressive specimen. Yeah. And, and she just stands there. Yeah, the just whole looks time. intimidating as fuck. Mm. And it's a good good solid match, goes for about fifteen minutes. The the end game comes about when uh, China starts just uh, stalking Marlena, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and if I was Marlena, I'd be getting the hell out of there. That's it. Well, she's, I mean, she ends up on the apron. I know that much, because she gets bummed off the yep. apron and lands into the clutches. Yeah, of China's arms, that's uh, right. Or as Donald Trump would say, Gina. Gina. But, <laughs> um, and she just gets ragdolled. Yes. Thrown yes. around in um, quite, yeah. quite spectacular fashion. Because it's all hair, isn't it? Just pretty much looking like, getting thrown around like a mannequin. Yeah. And but, of course, it gives uh, Triple H the opportunity to hit uh, Goldust yeah. with the pedigree. Yep. And unlike the warrior, he's unable to kick out. <laughs> That's it. There was a no, no sell. Yeah. But uh, look, that match was good. And it actually put Goldust over as a legit, well, we're becoming a legit babyface here, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Much more so than the, uh, the backlot brawl did the year before. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, look, I actually quite liked that. Mm. It is a highlight in retrospect. Yeah. Now, this next match coming up should be a highlight, but it really isn't. It falls flat. Just because of the talent. Mm. It's Owen Hart and British Bulldog yep. against Vader and Mankind, accompanied by Uncle Paul, yeah. Paul Bearer. Now, the one thing I love straight away when Vader and Mankind come out is Paul Bearer winks at the camera like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a really funny moment. It's heel Paul Bearer, yep. where he's, uh, he's Percy Pringling it up from, from yesteryear. And Owen and Bulldog are the tag champs, and this is a yeah. this is a tag title match. But it's heel on heel, yeah. And that first tag team match so desperately needed someone in it that was a name. Why don't you just throw these two in it as well and fuck off Furness and Lafon and yeah. you know get get rid of the 
blackjacks. <laughs> I mean, they didn't last, did they? Poor yeah, Barry Windham. Everything they threw him in just didn't work. Yeah. Ah, but... oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so this match, uh, Owen's got his Slammy Awards. He's pretty stoked about that. Yeah. Uh, JR does an on-ramp interview, um, trying to trying to stir up a bit of dissent yeah, between Yeah, the, the old sledge, JR, yeah. going, Owen yeah. thinks he's smarter than yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, off, JR. Call it how it is. Yeah, <laughs> stop trying to mess with the tag champs. <laughs> but, of course, this accumulates into nothing. Yeah. Because you go, oh, wait a minute. We're going to see a face turn. We're going to see these guys yeah. fall apart. No. We're going to see new tag team champions on two. Well, look, former WCW champions, I believe, in like Mick Foley and Vader, which is such a strong tag team. I know. That's such like That's a what? monster tag That team. should have had a good run in it. Hey. Yeah. Now, uh, what have we got here? Vader I've... hits the bulldog with the urn, and Paul Bearer absolutely loves the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, but what does happen? There is a nasty spill. Mm. And um, this ends the match, unfortunately. Uh, Mankind flips out uh, with Bulldog, but keeps... Yeah, he's got the, the mandible claw applied. Yeah. yeah. And even... I, I quite like this little bit where even Vader's trying to pull him off, and that's still not working. Yeah. It just... What does it end with? A, double DQ, double count out. What? Yeah. It's WrestleMania! Yeah. Well, it is in the place where WrestleMania 2 happened, and <laughs> that's, that began with a, with a double count out. Yeah, I know. But it's just, you know, this is this is a no mercy ending. Yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely is. You know, this, this is a great American bash yeah. ending. This is anything but... Um, and you notice another thing, actually. I was going to say a SummerSlam ending, but it's not, because SummerSlam deserves better. Notice the tagline of this is WrestleMania 13. Hate. Mm. <laughs> I hope that was a short meeting. <laughs> like, you know, it's not the legends collide. Yeah, showcase or... of the immortals. That's that it. Is. It's just, yeah. Eight. Eight. <laughs> well, it's better than WrestleMania 22, big time. <laughs> oh, that song. <laughs> I hear that on the radio every now and again, like, big time. And I always think of, like, Mick Foley, like, hey, like, when it's showing me his promo. Well, that's a story for another podcast. It is. Uh, One thing I did notice in the match is that, yes, this is 1997. The Mm. scourge of the laser pointer has begun. (laughs) There's a bit where Vader's beating on someone outside the ring, and all you're seeing is someone, some dickhead shining a laser pointer in his eyes. That's gotta hurt. I was thinking about that today, because I've recently got a little kitty, and... A, a, kitty, a little, a little a kitty, ki- a, little a, ki- a kitten, not I, a kitty. I found, I found a stray kitten, <laughs> right. and, not a stray um, child. I was, yeah, and I was kid. thinking, like, can you still buy laser pointers? Because that's mm. hours of entertainment when you've got a cat. That's true. Uh, and I was, and it reminded me, yeah, remember the nineties? You couldn't go to a single sporting event or a cinema yeah. screening without some idiot with a laser pointer. You and I both worked at cinemas, and yeah. the amount of times you had to go in there and find yeah, who it was like, and kick them out. Doing you, dickhead? Exactly, and, <laughs> and multiple laser pointers. Yeah. Were you? Anyway. <laughs> anyway, Vader does that loud whistle at the end mm. that I quite enjoy, mostly because I can't do it. <laughs> but all of those matches aside, and it's not feeling like a WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. It's not. No, it's not. You're right. It's feeling like backlash. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's this just... before backlash ever happened. Yeah. It's, it's, kind, it's kind of a slightly more... Uh, fancier in your house really isn't it exactly but the one match that saves it oh my god this match is so good is this next match that was thrown together practically allegedly Mm. um especially the um especially the submission rule um Stone Cold even said he goes what are you talking I don't have one submission submission move (laughs) I just 
stomp them and smash them. This is what are you talking about? So, of course, we're talking about uh, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes. In a submission match with Ken, Ken Shamrock Sham- as the guest referee. That's it. This is such a great match. Well, even the promo. And you don't have to watch anything prior. The promo the promo's just, fantastic, yeah. yeah. It uh, it really start you really seeing the seeds of Bret Hart's heel turn here. You're the one that's changed. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And yeah, just his saltiness and uh, bitterness and Stone Cold is riding that, you know, he's come off um, his King of the Ring yep. and you know, he's he's right into his character now and mm-hmm. he's he's on the verge of becoming a fan favourite. And this match is just it's pretty much the ultimate double turn in wrestling history, really. I, I believe so. I can't think of anything of like recent times that would even match up to it. Mm. But uh, it is just such a great match. And I think the most impressive thing about Bret Hart's heel turn is he didn't really change. Yeah. He didn't start doing anything different than he did as a baby face. Yep, yeah, Apart from just turn the volume up, maybe yeah. a notch or two. But this match is great. It's a must-watch by, like, two of the greatest. I think it's... Probably the best WrestleMania match since Flair and Savage at WrestleMania 8. As far as feeling personal is concerned? Yeah, I just, think just as an all-round entertaining match. It's 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 violent, it's suspenseful, it's two great wrestlers yeah. having a go at each other. That's it. They and milk it. Yeah, there's a figure four using a leg post. I like that. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> That's it. I know, because as if that move can't be painful yeah, enough. Yeah. Let's just throw a pole in the middle. One thing I have written down here is uh, because they spill into the crowd. Yep. And the crowd's um, going nuts this whole match, too. Yeah, and they do this pretty quickly. Uh, the Tony Atlas, who I could not remember his name <laughs> just m- minutes prior, but he nearly cops a boot to the grapefruits. <laughs> if you go back and watch it, you're like, oh, well, what's good? Even he's like, hey, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna... getting paid for this. What's going on? Now, another thing that happens, which you will probably won't hear in any other podcast you know that annoying fat kid that's always in the crowd he gets knocked <laughs> over by Ken Shamrock with about three or four other guys like you know the kid I mean he kind of looks like Arthur yeah, McCarthy yeah. from Hey Dad yep. yeah so I mean I got a giggle out of that <laughs> we go back to the heart much like Piper he pulls out the um, bell yes the actual bell yeah. and ends up flipping it over his head and ringing Stone Cold's bell yeah and yeah, and that's pretty much sort of cements his heel turn, doesn't it? It's like, yeah, he's just, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna whack you over the head with whatever I've got around. That's it. And um, I don't know, if, is that what bust Stone Cold open, or was it because uh, he hits his head on the guardrail too? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it, I think it's the ring that busts that yeah. is where he's taking all the blood pissing out of his head, it's and there is a match. lot of blood, mm. like. This is a bloody match to the point that the the canvas of the ring is just soaked in blood, yeah. and. Yeah. Poor everyone else that has to wrestle after him. Just <laughs> pools of thick, dark blood. Yep. And Austin just, he passes out. He, Brett slaps on the sharpshooter and uh, Austin passes out. Yep. Obviously losing the match. He doesn't yep. submit. No. He, uh, he just passes And I love, out. he keeps trying to fight back, yeah. but Brett Hart's like, look, I don't have blood in my eyes. Yeah. And he starts dissecting Stone Cold. Everyone's booing. Yeah. And uh, he finally lives up to the moniker Hitman. Yeah. He yeah. hits. He calls a hit on yep. Stone Cold. Absolutely. And um, look, at uh, the ending with Ken Shamrock, of course, because Hitman decides, eh, I'm, not, I'm not done kicking poor old Stone Cold lying on the canvas. And Ken Shamrock gives him the old flip. And wow. Yep. Crowd pops again. That's a it. A new star is born. I like it also, too, like Brett. Uh, sorry, Austin. Um, is you know he's, he wakes up and he's like oh I've lost the match and just mm. the official comes to help him out of the ring and he just attacks the official because he's just like <laughs> you know, just out of it and then just yeah storms off out of the ring yeah and you're like that guy's a badass I can't That's- wait to 
till he's like the best wrestler in WWE. That's it, which will come in time. Mm. Um, Ken Shamrock's uh, his shirt's pretty tight. Mm, it is. <laughs> I noticed that. I'm like, is that painted on? <laughs> I'm surprised he could move. Yeah. Notice he cut the arms off. Maybe yeah, that's, that's how he could move. But uh, look, that was the match of the night for Absolutely. sure. And yeah. can you imagine this card without, without that, that match? match? Yeah. Oh boy! Yeah, it's it's uh, definitely WrestleMania Nine territory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, without I, the entertainment factor. I don't know if they weren't sure if this match would go over the way it was because surely you would have booked it last if you knew it was going to go yeah. over that way. Yes, but we get the wake up match now. We're we're already awake because yeah. of that match, but mm. now we get the crazy match because it's Chicago Street Fight time. Man, this match. When this, when I read, all right, what's coming up next? It's a Legion of Doom with Ahmed Johnson, yeah, fighting the Nation of Domination, which in this case is Fruk, yes. Crush, Sabio Vega, and an entire entourage of hangers on. <laughs> yeah, I've got it written down. Yeah, Wolfie D, <laughs> JC Ice, <laughs> D'Lo Brown, of course, and yeah. Clarence Mason. And Clarence Mason, Johnny, is it? Are they trying to do a Johnny Cochran thing here? Is that what they're I've, trying to yeah, do? Yeah, I've got to be. But, it, like, reading that, I'm like, oh, my God, Chicago Street Fight, this is going to be retarded. Yeah. But, well, uh, it was retarded. It was, but it's it's so much fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. It's just, like, the Nation of Domination are cool. Their theme music is awesome. They're just... Do you honestly reckon? Yeah, I love the Nation. I We are the Nation. <laughs> Domination. I don't even know. Obviously, he's cooler once The Rock joins him, but... <laughs> I'm, I'm a Farouk fan. I like Farouk. Yeah, I like Farouk. I like D'Lo. I don't like Sabio Vega. But this was Vince McMahon's sad attempt to, like, he was like, oh, they like NWO. They're like gangs. Yeah. Well, he is the WWF slash E gang. And it's just, I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't get it. The NWO was, <laughs> it was awesome. like three awesome wrestlers that teamed up. Exactly. And these are just all these random dudes. Why is Crush there? Well, at least he's not wearing fluoro. No, he's got a. Has he got his tattoo on his head here? Nah, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> he's got a mullet. No, he's got rid of the mullet. Yeah, it's a sign of the times. It's just this match is ridiculous. It's <laughs> great because Legion didn't come out with uh, Ahmed Johnson wearing the same uh, Road Warrior spikes. He's got the red on. Yeah. I think they're wearing the gold yeah, or yeah. whatever. Uh, and they yeah. come out. Don't they come out with a kitchen sink? They do, even though strangely, I'm pretty sure Farouk's the one that says, you think you're going to bring the kitchen sink, we're bringing the kitchen but Anyway, they brought the kitchen sink. Maybe Ahmed Johnson had the plug. But- they're all fighting, like, everywhere. There's just just chaos. It's just chaos. There's but just shit just, going on everywhere. It is, how do you commentate this type of Yeah, place? well, you can't. They're just dudes hitting each other the head with, like, road signs and stuff. There's a bit where, like, Hawk's getting attacked <laughs> on the ramp, and some dude in the crowd's just... Whacking him in the back. <laughs> well, that guy's lucky he didn't get copper a spike to the eye. Yeah, exactly. There is actually one attempt at a pile driver through a table mm. to animal, mm. and they got it. They fuck it up. Mm. He actually they, they both fall, fall off fall sideways. Off. Yeah, and thank, thank God, God yeah. because I'm like, well, animal's gonna die now, so yeah. this will be good. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe they could <laughs> they'll put him in the sink and carry him off. And then Ahmed puts uh, Farouk through a table, but doesn't even take the monitors off first. They're Oh, like, you know I love that. Straight you know, and it's very dangerous. But mm. you know, Segway time. <laughs> I need a, I need a bell or a whistle or something. <laughs> Segway. Put one in in post production. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh well, I'm slightly edited in. <laughs> you do that again? No, no, no. But um, <laughs> Segway time. I absolutely groan when the the wrestler that's going to. 
pummel this guy and throw him yeah. through a table. They go, it's well, like, I'll just move this yeah, monitor. I don't want to hurt him too much. And exactly. And you know what I've always... You know, the instant solution to this is that have it that when they're coming over to the table, have the commentators grab them and go, I'll oh, yeah. move this shit out of the way. So, well, they're the, too busy trying to get out of the way themselves. Yeah, but, the, but then, you know, if they're moving it, they're going, well, look, we're responsible for this equipment, we're moving it, we don't want the guy yeah, to get too true. hurt. Or just not have Problem them solved. there, because they end up calling half the event without the table anyway, so... <laughs> but anyway, it's just stupid. It's one of those little things that just... It, it's such an easy thing to solve, and they just will never do it. I guess maybe the commentators don't know it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But why wouldn't they know it's going to happen? It's a show, dummies. They yeah. don't need to shock the commentators. Yeah. They need to shock the crowd. Anyway, and it's pretty hard to shock I just, I just love that there's a ref in the ring. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's he doing? <laughs> it's the guys hitting each other roadside. It ends with bloody... they got like... Don't they have Farouk in a noose? Oh, well, no. Well, they're trying to choke Hawk first, yeah? And then... Yeah, yeah. Was yeah, it the other way yeah, around? Yeah, I think that there was a few forehead slaps backstage, police squad-wise. <laughs> like, you know, just when that came out, I was like, you know what? That's probably a bit too much. You know? Oh, it's definitely too much. And like, what's a ref going to do? It's like the buried <laughs> alive. <laughs> Give him a five count? Sorry, you can't hang someone in a ring. <laughs> the referee must have stand there with a propeller hat. <laughs> You know, he might as well stand there with the kitchen sink. Does yeah. anyone need to wash their hands? Like, it's just fucking stupid. Oh, but it's so entertaining. It's just chaos, and it's a good. It's a good let loose after the the twenty two minute epic we had a... between Brett and, and Stone. Gold. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's just that's our toilet break match. Yeah. And how do you go to the toilet watching this fucking match? You probably cop a sink to the head if you try and walk out into the crowd. <laughs> anyway, look, I think we've spoken probably more about this match than anybody else has ever, mm. because this match usually gets glossed over, because they're just like, uh-huh. But anyway, a little crazy. At, well, the only note I'll say at the end, like, Legion of Doom end up winning, uh, They get Animal gets the pin after uh, they smash Crush with a two-by-four. <laughs> and uh, well, they, oh, run, they, they run him into it, and uh, oh, they didn't hang him. Oh, okay. No, no. Then they well, sh- he was hung up at all, ten, all the, so you can't repeat these. All things. the nation cronies come running into. Oh, uh, and you know what? Those dudes—it's PG thirteen. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. attacked him. They're really little. They can't rap, but they can rap better than Crush, apparently. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and and they cop the doomsday device. Yeah, don't yeah. They? they get absolutely destroyed. <laughs> uh, and no, Ahmed hits him with his finisher. Right, um, the Pearl River Plunge. Yeah, and then, and then you get the then you get the uh, doomsday, and then uh, then while LOD and Ahmed are celebrating in the ring, you notice Ahmed's got a mega wedgie, <laughs> showing his butt cheeks to the world. Oh no! Yeah, it's the last thing you want to see. Yeah, what a rush. Yeah. <sighs> All right, well, now we're up to the, uh, the WWF title match, which is, of course, the main event. This is ridiculous. Firstly, that we're already there. Yeah. But, like, this is WrestleMania. Yeah. Is it? Well, apparently, because... Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, HBK uh, comes out for the for the commentary, and he does his full entrance, and he oh. actually has better pyro than he did at the last WrestleMania. And, and he's supposed to be out because he hurt his leg. Yeah. And he didn't hurt his leg. Yeah. He lost his smile. That's he right. was just a little. He comes out dancing. He didn't want to put over the hitman. Yeah. Yeah. 
So Mister, this, this is why Mister WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh, I got a sore knee, but I can he can do the lunge and everything. Yeah. So oh, this yeah. is why our WWF title match is, of course, the Undertaker versus Psycho Sid. Who is the reigning champ at this point? Yeah, well, uh, do you want me to sit back and I'll tell you a tale? All right, I'll because, light a cigarette. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> even better. Light the get the campfire up because I might just have one of these crackers too. Oh, well, help yourself. But the strange thing about this is, is that at the In Your House pay-per-view prior, Mm -hmm. there was a final four-way match. It was Stone Cold, Bret Hart, Taker, and Vader. Vader, This match is awesome. It is absolutely awesome. What happens from there is, is Hart wins. Mm -hmm. Then Hart drops the belt to Sid the next night. Right. Uh, But the very strange thing is, and this might be very relevant soon with WrestleMania 33 creeping up Mm -hmm. behind us shortly, which we will actually drop. We're going to do that. We're going to jump out of alignment and we'll do 33 the second we can because that'd be fun. Excellent. Yeah, because it'll be fresh. And I like fresh. But the strange thing is, is you've got Sid as the champion. You've got Undertaker as the challenger. Neither of these guys were champion or winner of the, of the Royal Rumble once that pay-per-view was said and done. <gasps> Sid dropped the belt to Shawn Michaels that evening in te- Texas. Yep. Stone Cold won the Rumble. Yeah. So why the fuck am I watching Sid versus Taker? It's bizarre. I actually do know why. It's because obviously, you know, the Shawn Michaels lose his smile, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Off we yeah, go. Yeah. Obviously, it threw everything out of Yeah. But is that why this WrestleMania is so kooky? I guess so. I guess <laughs> they were just flying by the seat of their pants and they're like, shit, what do we do? Yeah. Yeah, but so somehow we end up with this. Sid versus Taker. In a no disqualification match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it goes for a good 22 minutes or so. Which is a pretty long time to watch Sid and The Undertaker. Look, and again, you know how you said about uh, WrestleMania 12, Diesel yep. versus Undertaker. That was actually surprisingly good. Yes. This is the opposite. You're thinking it'll be the same thing. I mean, you get stereo feet to the face again. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The double big boot. I love it. But it goes a little along the most... And this is where I start getting worried. Mm. Brett Hitman Hart is the most entertaining thing about this match. Yeah. Well, he he, he makes it, doesn't he? He comes out uh, at At the the start start. of the match to have a a bit of a bitch. (laughs) And he has a dig at Sean. I I like it. it. It's it's a pretty... Yeah, it's blurring the reality and and the story there. Yeah, but Sid's like, nah, I had enough of this bullshit. <laughs> Hits him with a powerbomb and kicks him out of the ring. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah, and Sid great. gets in the microphone and I get worried straight away because Sid struggles to construct a sentence. Yeah. Even more than we do half the time doing this podcast. He he balls up his little thing before he come out. Yeah. If you remember, he's like, I got a little... But it's all about his energy, you know. He's he's trying. Oh. He's just mental. Keep him like I like I like how he comes out too with the psycho music. Mm. It's like the, the psycho thing. Yeah. And uh, and he's got that Sid Pyro that yeah. his name lights oh, up. No, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good, and I love Sid. Oh man, see, as a kid, I was, I've probably already said this. In you the have podcast. said this. You said it at the WrestleMania yeah. Eleven one, I yeah. think. Yeah. Ah, just he's, he's just every time. Now I'm such a huge Sid fan. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's a shame. Yeah, because this match is pretty boring. And it's his last WrestleMania. It is too. You're right. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, it's two big guys. It's a slow power match. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Similar issues with the Diesel one, but it lacks that entertaining ring psychology. It lacks a lot. And yeah. you know, because they're kind of plumping it up with the continuation yeah. of Bret Hart coming out and, yeah. you know, 
He was the evil hit man. Now he's coming out being the shit man. Yeah. You've got Shawn Michaels on commentary. And at the I end... Just, the cl- crowd's just worn out as well. Like, after that Chicago Street fight, which was just <laughs> mental, and that the Austin... Uh, Brett match where they're yeah. so on fire and they're so into it yeah. they're just like oh, yeah well I think that they it. both probably felt they got thrown a bit of a dirty hand and mm. hang on we're, this is a mid card no submission match it's like let's go ahead and steal the show let's yeah. do that yeah. and I think the point was made Bret Hart and again I'm not the biggest fan of Bret Hart especially the babyface bullshit like you know Wrestlemania 9 Wrestlemania 10 etc but Bret Hart comes out and smashes Sid with a chair at the end because Sid powerbombed him early. We just go, man, this guy is a sore loser, isn't he? He's a real... great. Salty Bret Hart is the best. (laughs) You like salty Bret Hart. (laughs) Is that what we're calling him now? And this, of course, then starts rolling up the end of the match. Uh, What is it? Just before The Undertaker delivers his final move. Yep. Bret Hitman Hart even grabs Sid and hangs him yeah, yeah, yeah. on the ropes. Yep. Not with a noose, thankfully, <laughs> this time, but does the old coat hanger shtick. And Sid kind of, you know, is all delirious and walks straight into a tombstone. Now, the other thing, too, and of course, Undertaker wins, but the other thing is that's unnoted and apparently true is um, Sid shit himself in this match. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard this story before, but I did notice when I was So there. I'm thinking, I'm hoping it's not before Undertaker to do the tombstone. Oh. He'd be like, oh. Well, it has to be, really, because oh. that's the end of the match. Yeah. <laughs> so no wonder his eyes were rolling back oh. in his head. 